Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Fitness today. One of my favorite guests is back. He has not been on this show yet. He's been on all of my others. He is full of energy. He's super fun and I adore him. His name is David Essel. He is fantastic and he joins us now. Hey, David. Lisa, great to be back with you. I know this is my intro on this one of your one million radio shows. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, David, I recently saw a photo of you and I went, holy cow, is this guy ripped? I mean, okay, so I want to dig into everything. What is your fitness routine? How long have you been working out? And then I found out that you were on the cover of Men's Fitness in the 80s. So obviously you've been doing this for a while. Tell us about your entree, entree, whatever the word is, enter, entering, whatever that word is, into fitness. Yeah, well, you <laughs> I'm know, so excited, 30, I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> 37 years ago, you know, I came into the world of personal growth, and I started, Lisa, the first eight years or nine years, 1980 to 1989, I was traveling the world in the world of fitness and, and doing lectures and presentations and seminars all over the world. And what you said in 1988, you know, we... This was back when exercise videos were huge, and we had done, I think I I was on 12 exercise videos in the 80s. Uh, Shape Magazine selected one of my videos as one of the top 10 videos of all time. So it it was a a huge time. Yeah, it was so cool. I was right there with Kathy Smith and Jane Fonda, you know, and and it was kind of funny because there was only two male guys that were selected. It was me and a guy from Hawaii named Galad. Jankowitz, um, and he went by Gil, but he, and he was a superstar in the world of fitness back then. And then all of a sudden in 1988, when men's fitness had seen my career explode in fitness, they said, we got to get this guy on the cover. So I've been into fitness a long time. You know, I, I played basketball for two years at Syracuse University. So athletics have always been a big part of my life. And, and then the picture you saw, <laughs> you know, which, What's really funny is that I wrote this article called 60 is the new 30. And I just turned 61. Um, and I, you know, I've been a huge advocate of, of fitness my whole life. And I, I promise you, Lisa, right now, I mean, I, I guess probably the, the most incredible shape I was ever in was in the late 90s. But right now, even I come, you know, somewhat close to that. And it, it, it's a dedication. You know, and one of the biggest things that when, when you talk to people that are in really great shape, unless they're genetically predispositioned to, to have a great body, yes. so much of it is your diet. You know, like, oh, yes. like, like Lisa, you know, I've been in, in, now I haven't in a long time, but, you know, from 1980 to almost 1990, I was in, you know, the fitness club industry and the gym club industry, and, and I owned clubs and all that stuff. And there are people that will come in and they'll be regular members for four years. They're in five days a week and their body never freaking changes. And the reason for that is, is that while exercise, of course, is crucial, you can exercise hours a day. And if your diet isn't clean, you're not going to see the results you want. So, that is you know, 100% when I, true. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people don't understand that, and so they'll get really frustrated. You know, I walk an hour a day, or I'm in the gym five days a week, and, you know, they're still carrying the body fat, and that's because of the diet. So let's talk diet first. Um, sure. There's a mil- million diets out there, <clears throat> and some of them will work for some people, but the one that works for every everyone is what we call the higher-protein, 
lower carbohydrate diet. And the easiest way I tell my clients, because we've been teaching a weight loss class called Weight Loss Now and Forever, forever. And what we say to people is if you look at a circular plate, a dinner plate, 50% of that plate should be protein. Then you break down the other half of the plate into vegetables and carbohydrates. So you have 50% of your meals should be protein, and then a quarter of the meals should be vegetable. You know, you can throw in some fruit, of course, and then the other quarter. But that's the, the, the simplest way I can tell people what a clean diet looks like. So on the one half of the plate, you'd have grilled chicken, you'd have fish, you'd have, if, if you were a vegetarian, you'd have a high-protein bean dish, let's say. On the right-hand side, for those people that eat all kinds of foods, let's say at the top you have a steamed vegetable, and then at the bottom you have a super clean carbohydrate, which might mean something like a brown rice or a whole grain pasta. But the American diet is quite reversed. The American diet is 50% of that plate is carbohydrate, and then 25% is protein, and if you're lucky, 25% vegetables. But but that's yeah, like the that's true. you know that's like the absolute cleanest way to eat. Now there's withdrawal. You know people get addicted to carbohydrate and sugar and all this other kind of stuff, fast foods, and and so there is a period of time that when you're putting yourself on this super clean diet that you're going to have cravings for sugar, you're going to have cravings for carbohydrate. That's normal. But as you get further into eating really clean, it just becomes a way of life. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. You know, I have to say, I would add some really good, healthy fat to that meal. I'm, I'm a big, big believer in uh, a healthy fat kind of girl. Like, I love my avocados and my coconut oil and my olive oil and my avocado oils. And, like, for breakfast, I had a huge bunch of kale that I got at the farmer's market. I sauteed it in some avohas avocado oil. They're, I love them. And I made some eggs and I had some salsa and I got an avocado and mushed it up and it was delicious. And I put a little extra fat in there because that keeps you satiated. And I think if you're cutting out the carbs, the healthy fat can really help keep you full. Now, that was a big mistake, of course, in the 80s and 90s. Remember the whole low carb thing? That's when you were big into fitness. And I'm sure that's what we were telling people back then, right? Because that's what we thought was the best way to go. Well, you know, it's funny, in 1997, this is when I had, 1996, when I had my big breakthrough with diet, is that I was a really high-carb diet. <clears throat> you know, I was that, that person that, that ate, a, you know, bagels for breakfast and pastas for yeah. dinners. And, you know, and, and then a girl I was dating at the time came home one time and she said, you know, you're eating all of this food, but the guys in the gym that have rockin' bodies eat the opposite. And I got really insecure, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, I got defensive, and I said, "They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know, they don't. They don't know what they're doing." <laughs> and then in 1997, um, I was introduced to Bill Phillips, who um, wrote a book, Body for Life. And oh and yeah, it, yeah. And in that book, it changed me. Like you know, my girlfriend saying that her male friends in the gym that had great bodies. That actually pushed me more into carbohydrates, Lisa. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then when I had, you know, a guy that I respected write a book, and I followed his book, and that was the first time I go, oh, my God, look at the transformation of my own body. So 
you know, from around 1997 on is when I've really cut. And what you're saying about fats, you know, what we tell people is that, like, every day in the morning, I have two tablespoons of organic coconut oil, right? And And then, you know, whenever I have my steamed vegetables, I'll put organic olive oil all over. So you're 100% yeah. correct. You know, the healthy fats yeah. are a really crucial part of the diet. And I love that you said that because I think with every meal you can do it. Now, one of the confusing things that we believe, and it doesn't mean we're right, just means these are our beliefs, is that you've got to be super careful with fruit. You know, like fruit juices are nothing but freaking sugar. Uh, even, oh, if yeah. you get the, even if you get the high pulp <laughs> orange juice, it's basically sugar. So sometimes people will be feeding their kids. You know, we have the highest rate of obesity with children ever in the history of the United States. And when they're drinking their fruit juices and they're drinking their fruit drinks, I mean, that's basically sugar. And, and we say... Oh, it's crap. It is crap. And even if you have organic orange juice, it's still freaking sugar. So, you know, you've got to look at what sabotaging things you bring into your diet that might be putting you more behind the eight ball. And the other thing, and I know some of your listeners are going to cringe to hear this, I don't care how many studies you read that red wine is good for your heart or white wine is good for your toenails or whatever the hell is out there. (laughs) 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 Because you, Lisa, you and I both that know enough about research know that whatever the hell you want to back up, you're going to find it. (laughs) (laughs) There will be a study somewhere saying, you know, that these people in this, outrageously tiny village in Afghanistan, lived to 700 years old, and they basically lived on organic tobacco and homemade wine. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you can find anything. But I will tell you, the, the other big sabotager for a lot of my clients, and I'm working with one right now, is taking away those two glasses of wine after dinner. You know, That is, you look at your body. If your body is great and you have a glass of wine a night, fine. If you're not happy with your body, first thing you look at is where are my simple carbohydrates coming from? Alcohol is sugar, basically. So so those are a bunch of dietary tips, you know, to help people get on, on the right track. Oh, those are great. You know, I want to get back into the fitness because seeing you now is so incredible. Now you've been fit for a really long time. And for people who who are new and they might say, well, I'm not good. I'm already 60. I can never look like that. What do you say? Oh my God. Well, let me give you one of the greatest stories ever. (laughs) So great. And this is, we we have a brand new bow. You know, my, my book that we've talked about positive thinking will never change. Oh yeah. This book will. Okay. In that book, I tell stories about people that had battled. One of my clients, Lisa, she was 100-plus pounds overweight for 30 years. She came to me in her 60s, and she looked at me and she said, David, this is the last stop. If if whatever you take me through, and she signed up for a 12-month program. She said, if at the end of the year my body isn't changing, I'm just accepting it. I'm I'm tired of this yo-yo, losing weight, gaining weight. Now, I write in the book, she did everything we said, Lisa. At the end of 12 months, she lost 120 pounds. Wow. That was 17 years ago, and it's still off. So, That's you know, fantastic. When, you know, and she was in her 60s, you know, and it was like, come on. And then here's the other story. This is even more profound. And this next story that I'm going to talk about, um, Evelyn, my friend Evelyn, 
is in my new book that comes out in January called Focus. Um, oh. But Evelyn, now, now if, for your listeners, I'd love for them to write this down. Just write down the number I'm going to tell you. She lost 245 pounds. Oh, incredible. So I want you to imagine a five foot four woman weighing 245 pounds overweight, being 245 pounds, a five foot four woman. The pictures of her before and after are enough to make people cry. It is such a profound change. In the beginning, she got into the gym in a wheelchair. People would wheel her into the gym, stand her up on a treadmill for a three-minute walk, Lisa, and then put her into the wheelchair. Then the next day was a four-minute walk. Through her perseverance, dietary changes, and exercise, now here is the most phenomenal end result that anyone could ever hear is that she lost 245 pounds. And last year in Las Vegas, she walked out on stage in front of 15,000 screaming fans as a bodybuilder. That's 50, so amazing. 50, it's amazing. At 54 years of age, right? At 54 years That's, of age. Wow. And, and so when people say, well, you know, just like what you said, I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm whatever, it, it, it's like, no, you know, it's not your genetics. University of Florida study came out and said that only 6% of people who are obese or overweight have any genetic link whatsoever. That means 94% yeah, lo- it's, it's our oh, lifestyle. Yeah, 94% oh, it's is so our lifestyle. Ch- it's so true. You know, David, I want to make sure we have the time time to talk about your fitness routine. So tell us what you're okay. doing these days. Take us through it. Okay. So it's so simple and it's going to blow your mind. I spend less than an hour a day in the gym, six days a week. It's right about 50 minutes, five zero. And the first thing I do, and I do is I do my strength training first. You know, a lot of people want to go in and do your cardio first, but every man and every woman that wants to see body transformation has to do strength training. If you want to see a great body, you know, you know, and going back to the eighties, you know, Lisa, back then we used to tell people that everything was aerobics, right? It was, (laughs) I remember, you you know, you either need to run. I was terrible at aerobics. Oh my gosh. I was the worst. (laughs) You know, I'm five ten, David, I'm all arms and legs. And most of the people who do aerobics are shorter. And so when my arms were up, theirs were already back down. I couldn't keep up. I was tripping over my feet. It was a disaster. Oh, oh my God. Well, you know, yeah. and, and, and we were trained back then. And this is some of the biggest breakthroughs that we have to experience. You know, we were trained that when you want to lose body fat, that you've got to do aerobics. But the truth is this, and this is going to shock people. People who lose body fat and keep it off are those who do strength training. Because let me give you the example. You want to build lean muscle tissue so that you're burning calories 24 hours a day. That's the real key. When you strength train, the body is burning more calories after you're done with your session for six hours. Like, in other words, you continue to burn calories because you've just taken your body from a six-cylinder engine. When you add lean muscle tissue, it becomes an eight-cylinder engine. So... It is burning more calories. It's taking more fuel. When you do cardio, now cardio is great because you'll burn, you know, like 150 calories in a session or 200 calories in a session. But think about that. Think about how little that is. You know, some people, if they they exercise a long period of time, might burn 400 calories. 
you know, but if you have a bagel and cream cheese, you just put it all back on. <laughs> so the real key, and what I do is I go in and I do my strength training. You know, I do, again, six days a week. My strength training routine takes about 20 minutes in the gym. It's not an extreme amount of time. Then I put 20, 25 minutes on, on the cardio, and I'm done. And so if someone says, well, I don't have the time, you know, to get that kind of a body that David has at 61, and I say, it's not about time. It's about a clean diet and effective weight training and effective cardio. And that's really, if there's a secret to it, Lisa, that's the secret. And what is your strength training? Is it weights? Is it yoga? Is it uh, other body weight exercises? Is it a mix? You know, I don't, this is just my bias. My bias says that you've got to do weights. And, you know, a lot of women will say, well, if I do weights, I get really bulky. Oh, my God. Here's the truth. Let's go back to statistics. About 4% of the U.S. female population has the same amount of testosterone as a man. 4%. Okay. Those 4%, if they're smart, will be bodybuilders. (laughs) Those girls are smart. Because... Those are girls that can put on lean, and young women and older women, they can put on lean muscle tissue pretty and they will get both. But that's only 4%. That means 96% of women who strength train will never get bulky. Now, if you see yourself getting bulky, that tells me that your diet sucks. It doesn't tell me that, that your strength training is doing <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, I really think that weight training is imperative, and it doesn't have to be free. It can be machines. And if you're nervous and afraid of doing it, get a personal trainer for your first two or four or six sessions so that you really learn how to do it correctly. It's, well, it's money well invested. And, and then find a workout partner. You know, the, the biggest excuse we see with my clients that don't stick with an exercise program is that they don't have anyone to work out with. So what we need to do is ask a friend, ask someone you work with, or even put a sign up at the gym. Get humble. Be vulnerable, saying that you're looking for a female or a male to work out with you these number of days and this time of day. Get out of your comfort zone to become successful. Oh, you know, David, you are so fantastic. And I always love you on Sirius with Jenny McCarthy. The two of you are so great together. Uh, let's talk about uh, all the ways we can find you. And then I want to have you on next month to talk everything motivation. Oh, gosh, please. Would that be great? Yeah, all people could do is go to talkdavid.com because that's all I do, Lisa, like you, is talk. So just go to www.talkdavid.com and you'll find out about all of our books and our programs and everything in the world that you can need to know about improving your life is at talkdavid.com. David, thank you so much. So glad you listened to Talk Fitness today. You can check us out on social media at Talk Fitness, the number two day on Snapchat and, and Twitter. Talk, check us out on Facebook at Talk Fitness Today and also on Instagram. I want to thank everyone for listening and stay well.